when the house was quiet. After my father, who was a history teacher in Newbury, and I had left for our respective schools, and finish around tea time. Occasionally she would have a deadline for a book review or a commissioned piece, and would need to work outside these times, but this was rare. I tried not to disturb her during the day. One day I needed to speak to her mid-morning, and apologised for ringing then. That's all right, she said. I'd stopped, actually. I'm trying to decide whether to kill off Bertie. Oh, I said, what a shame. I like Bertie. I like Bertie, too, she said thoughtfully. Mightn't you need him for another book? I suggested. Yes, I might. Oh, well, never mind. Perhaps I'll just have his foot off. What did you ring about? I have long thought that a collection of my mother's shorter pieces would make an attractive book— and I'm delighted that this is to appear in her centenary year. From the Forward to Tales from a Village School I spent three happy years at a Kentish village school in the 1920s. Later in life, I had short spells of supply teaching at various Berkshire schools, which confirmed my own belief that a well-run village school is the ideal place for a young child to begin its education. I always wanted to write, and I am often asked how I started. My approach was practical rather than poetic, but as I would prefer to be Anthony Trollope rather than Percy Bysshe Shelley, it is possibly just as well. I had always been attracted to the light essay, admiring its brevity, grace and wit, achieved by many writers from Hazlitt and Charles Lamb to the eminent essayists of my own youth, such as Hilaire Belloc, A. A. Milne and Evie Knox. The last two I came across mainly in Punch, which was one of the few magazines accepting such work when I began to write after the Second World War. I determined to get into Punch. Perhaps I was setting my sights too high for a beginner, but in time I achieved my purpose. There was a more practical side to deciding to write light essays. Our young daughter was at school, and I had the house to myself— with any luck, I could draft an essay of 850 to a 1,000 words in that time. I also wrote short verses, not only for Punch, but for The Lady, Country Life, and any other journal which seemed to welcome corner fillers. This was in the early 1950s, when Kenneth Bird, better known as the brilliant cartoonist Fougas, was editor of Punch. It was during his reign that I began to contribute more regularly with a series based on an infant's teacher's monologue called The Forty Series. It had often occurred to me when I was teaching that a recording of the idiotic outpourings heard in the infant's room might be diverting. Joyce Grenfell perfected this art. I would hear myself saying, I'm looking for a well-behaved frog for our play and three really trustworthy rabbits. I wrote a number of such frivolous essays which Punch took. The Times Educational Supplement also took many country school articles. But perhaps I was most fortunate to appear in The Observer. The Lucky Hole came out in 1953 and led to an invitation from the publishing house of Michael Joseph to write my first book, Village School, and to form a happy relationship with that publisher, which has lasted 40 years. I later had a long spell of most interesting work for the BBC schools programmes. Memories of my own Kentish village school and spells of supply teaching influence my work greatly, as examples here show. 
Later, my novels about Fairacre and Thrush Green echoed the country school theme, as well as my feeling for the changing seasons in the English countryside. These two interests, I believe, find a ready response in the majority of my readers, and, after all, my aim is to entertain them. I still value the light essay, and feel happiest when employing it. It is, I believe, the perfect training for most types of writing, for it needs tailoring to a desired length, a strong beginning and ending, and the power of holding the attention of the reader. It forces the writer to be brief, discriminating, and alert to the response of his public. I enjoyed writing these stories very much. Miss Reed, 1994 Memories of Childhood and School Days From Time Remembered On the second day of March, 1920,